This is ridiculous. This is you ridiculous. couldn't line up any better. I'm so this, good at this. This is rigged. Um, I hate everything about my list. That was... I'm upset. Cause we way too high for you. Tripping like we got too much on. Don't think I love it for us. Cause we staying all night long. Yo, when we walk in the club, you better believe we know what's up. Got these girls a little chance. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another rendition of the Bros and the Berg podcast here in late July. It is 9.30 on the 25th of July in the year of our Lord, 2023, and you are joining us wherever you're getting your podcast on YouTube or Spotify. My name is Ryan Doyle. I'm joined by my co-host, Robbie Bergstone, our executive producer, Connor Doyle, who makes this whole show work, and we have an action-packed episode for you guys today we we may be in the dead season of sports but we got some headlines today yeah and today's nuts football football is coming that's that's what these i'm reading through these headlines it and kind of putting the notes football is coming guys it is it's only what it's you know 30 days away something like that it's like one month i yeah it's very it's close. close it's close we gotta we gotta be drafting our fantasy teams soon all that stuff is, is kicking up crazy Great time to be alive. Love yeah. the fall. Great time to be alive. Absolutely. Yeah. And end of summer, beginning of fall. It's just it's such an exciting time for North American sports. Yeah, uh, gentlemen, let's talk about let's talk about some money and make ourselves feel inadequate uh, because most of our headlines revolve around money. <laughs> Don't need money for that. <laughs> I drank water right as you were saying that, and I just we hit the wrong pipe there. But that's all right. We're we're back. <laughs> we're good. Keep going. I'm on mute for a second while I cough my lung up. Our co-host Robbie Bergstone is uh, currently dying. Thanks fucking dying over there his shirt's the same color right. as his face Normally, all right guys job. just confirmed just confirmed i still cannot breathe underwater in case anyone was curious still can't do that so hey, listeners he tries, he tries once a week yeah, uh, once a week, week once a day it still hasn't worked out but you know hey just need one just, just like every the... day on my work every day on my work calendar at 11 30 a.m um i just try to drink water down the wrong hole and see if i can do it i still can't but maybe one day yeah, he had a he had a meeting with HR the other day because he puts it on his work like work calendar and it just says waterboarding at eleven thirty a.m. and they're really concerned about that. They're like, "What? I, like, what do you mean by this?" I invite the whole organization to it too. Everyone gets an invite. It just says waterboarding, and apparently you can't do that. So I was just thinking, like, what if that in mind? Showed up to the last one. It was kind of weird. Sick bastards, honestly. <laughs> it's just imagining like Robbie going to a local water park and just like there's tons of families and kids around, and just like face down <laughs> trying to breathe. It's, I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like at the end of the wave pool on a floaty, like <laughs> pouring water over my face. And the lifeguard who's seen this like 20 times. In the past, like, oh, it's fine. just Robbie. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's here literally every weekend. I don't know what he does, but he's just always here. <laughs> and he's always really frustrated whenever he goes out of the pool. He, he, has a, he has a season pass and he never goes anywhere but the pool. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, moving into some of, some of our sports news and the aforementioned money. Justin Herbert, the quarterback of the Los Angeles Chargers, has become the highest-paid NFL quarterback and player of all time with a contract uh, with a five-year contract, two hundred and sixty-two point five million dollar deal. Um, unfortunately, I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Burrow soon passed this figure. So it's like we keep setting these records, and like they keep being broken by the next quarterback who's getting signed, just because the market got reset. But uh, obviously, we talked about Herbert a little bit last week, and we think he's kind of a prove-it guy. Do you think that it was a good move by the Chargers to to give him this kind of money? You got to pay your young guy, you know, who has the talent to be a top five quarterback in this league. I, 
in, in this day and age, you got to pay the quarterback. Um, I, you can't let him walk. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, if they're a top ten quarterback, you can't let him walk, right? Because like the odds are the guy that you'd bring in to replace him is worse. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I, we talked about him last week, like you said, Connor, in terms of being like one of the you know biggest prove it years of any NFL player. If he wasn't number one already, this contract makes him with the most yeah. to prove of any player in the NFL next year. I think that's a lot of money to be thrown around. Like it's it's put up or shut up time for Justin Herbert. I guess, I guess he has five more years, but you know, yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got to prove that he's worth that money. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I, I think it'll be good this year, uh, but I, I guess we'll see. Um, moving on to another um, contract extension. Uh, the Cowboys have signed cornerback Trayvon Diggs to a five-year, $97 million extension. Uh, the, Cowboy, the Cowboys looking like they kind of want to, I guess, run it back for, for the most part or like bring a lot of the same guys back. Um, so, Ryan, you made a face there at this signing. What do you think? A lot of money. A lot of money for a guy that's like been a ball hawk. And ball mm-hmm. hawks traditionally are really hot or not seasons. Um, I'm not saying like you know, obviously Deion Sanders is kind of like an outlier with that kind of stuff, but you when when ball hawks fall off, they fall off hard, right? So like if he has three really good years and all of a sudden like kind of falls off for the fourth and fifth, you know, paying twenty million dollars a year for uh, for a cornerback is is a lot of money. Um, so I'm I'm really interested to see how it plays out. Obviously, the Cowboy defense last year was really good. Um, I think. You know, they led the league in turnovers, I believe. Um, and they were second in the league in differential. So obviously they want to keep that advantage, but And that's something they talk about a lot. Teams that have a good turnover differential generally make the playoffs. Because if you if you have the ball more than the other team, you're gonna score more than they do. And that's really what it all comes down Bars. to. Um this this makes him this makes him the tie for the fourth highest paid cornerback in the league. I was curious, I don't know anything about cornerback contracts. Um, but I just looked it up. He's behind. Jair Alexander makes $21 million a year. Makes sense. Um, Denzel Ward makes $20.1. Uh, Jalen old. Ramsey's at 20 And yeah. then he's tied with Marlon Humphrey at $19.5 million a year. I Which like, for, I, for, for his age, right? Yeah. I think he has, over the past two seasons, has earned the contract. Yeah. I, and I think it's like, you know, he's he's kind of an emotional leader of that defense. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I understand paying him. It's, it's just a lot of money. You know, it's just... There's, like, I hope he I plays mean, well. Doesn't get hurt. Looking at the list, like I mean, there's probably some corners behind him that you would take over him, but like not a lot. Um, sure. Behind him is like Marshawn Lattimore, Xavier Howard, both getting up there a little bit more. Tre'Davious White as well. So I mean, for a young guy who's proven that he can, you know, get the ball, he can get interceptions, he can, you know, turn the game around. I, it seems like a decent value moving on here another thing that we mentioned in last week's pod uh saquon barkley's contract has gotten figured out uh, running back saquon barkley has signed the franchise tag with the new york giants uh the team announced today uh the deal is a one-year adjusted franchise tag worth 10.1 million fully guaranteed and up to 11 million with incentives the tag was adjusted to add a two million dollar signing bonus as well as the incentives the running back market is just nuts and how much it's reset in the past like five years that's like they're just not going to pay him anymore yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, the big ones, I mean, when was the last time, you know, all five of the top running back going in the season played the whole year? Probably, yep. maybe never, but like it's been way worse recently. I mean, it just, they're not worth the money right now. Especially when you see more teams opting for the running by running back by committee. I mean, the, the yeah. days of the, the true work workhorse and bell cow mm-hmm. are just, they're just not as effective, right? Like you want, yeah. you want a different guy on first down than you potentially want on third down. And if you're trying to play out, pay all those guys, you got to split up the money. So, and at the end of the day, it's a passing league now. Like, right. mm-hmm. it's all it's all about the quarterback right now in the NFL. 
when I also not just coming from like a Cowboys fan, but I think honest to God, I think teams got kind of turned off by that Z, Z contract because like he was yeah. five five years sixty five mil, and then like he didn't he wasn't that's, very good. Like that's for like the year. last big running back contract. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. think of one recently that was quite that big. I think and McCaffrey that, got a decent bag at one point, but yeah, McCaffrey. We talked about this last week. McCaffrey yeah. and um, Alvin Kamara both have bigger contracts. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. But those uh, are yeah. again more more pass oriented okay. backs they're, they're backs that can play all three downs they yeah. can actually catch the ball to the backfield and Zeke I mean, could have done that saquon, a little early in his career yeah i mean mm-hmm. saquon can and i think yeah, they'll get right. saquon involved now but they have matt Breida on the bench which is who they generally bring in for some of the third downs to catch the ball so yeah. i think that's part of their hesitation to pay saquon so but honestly like but a, but a 10 million dollar a year fully guaranteed is is a hell of a deal for a running back in this market yep like mm-hmm. that's that's a really good deal for Saquon compared like Miles Sanders who just got four what twenty six and some of the other backs that we've seen signed in the offseason. I mean, I don't know what you're gonna get that's better. Well, that's you would know if you told people five years ago that that'd be a good contract, they'd probably laugh at you because they like we know how much contracts are jumping, especially recently. Like right. you'd expect these running backs to be getting paid by now, but it's actually going the opposite way. So unfortunately, our podcast title from last week is already outdated. So I'm gonna delete the channel. Uh, <laughs> Uh, moving on, we have uh, two men who have not gotten their contracts figured out, unfortunately, uh, and will not be reporting to train or did not report to training camp. Uh, one being Josh Jacobs, uh, the running back of the Las Vegas Raiders, and the other being Zach Martin, uh, the right guard of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, both did not report to training camp uh, as a part of contract renegotiations. They never, they didn't get it figured out, uh, so they decided not to attend training camp. I mean, Josh Jacobs really, really holding out. So, I mean, obviously, he thinks he's worth more than they're willing to give him. He's going to end up signing the tag like saquon i think Probably, i don't think they're yeah. gonna give him a contract yeah I, I, unfortunately not yet i don't know what zach martin's gonna do he's just he's just kind of he's still really good but he's just kind of old at this i was point. gonna say he's getting up there right Especially yeah, he's for an offensive lineman. yeah. I, I think he he's probably holding out for a long-term deal yeah, it yeah might i be. mean that, that's that's what you see with all these guys who are you know perennial he was a perennial all pro yeah um, has been a pro bowler his entire career he wants one more big bag before because he's you saw it with the Cowboys offensive line, like Tyron Smith, uh, Travis Frederick, those guys just all of a sudden like you get hurt, catch it like Frederick got a like a degenerative disease and was out mm-hmm. of the league within like a couple of months. So it's like you just want one more big deal. And yep. he's the, he is the anchor of that offensive line. Like and be, being an offensive lineman in the NFL, you lose one step and you're done. Yeah. I mean, if you lose any type of speed, maybe you hurt your knee or whatever else, like you just can't keep up with those guys on the other side. They're all way too athletic already. And then yeah. you get injured and have issues like it's it's hard to come back from that. Yeah. Yep. Moving on to the last uh, NFL headline that we have uh, for the day. Uh, really unfortunate. Buffalo Bills running back Naheem Hines will miss the season after he sustained an ACL injury when he was struck by a jet ski. Freak injury. That sucks. I mean, like, that's crazy. It's it's every single year, whether it's it's one of the major North American sports right before the season starts, you hear of like a freak accident that happened to somebody i remember one year in the major league baseball there is a starting pitcher that uh tore his a tendon in his elbow from playing too much guitar hero in the offseason yeah jeez dude that's nuts. well then you had like, uh, no bullshit that's like that was the reason why it was like did, did it just like worn away over the, the offseason and then you had like Jason Pierre Paul who like uh, yeah. blasted <laughs> off two of his fingers on yeah. the 4th of July setting off fireworks. That was awful. And then he, he was still really I, good that season, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's just out there running around with eight fingers just, <laughs> just dominating. Yeah. Um, pause. 
But, uh... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but do you remember there was a couple off-seasons ago, like, right when Mahomes was, like, starting his ascent? Mm. They, like, he got, like, caught playing, like, pickup basketball. And, like, the Chiefs, like, literally, like, you cannot do that. Like, you cannot <laughs> just go out hurt. and play pickup. Like, you're going to tear an AC. You're going to go up and you're going to come down wrong. You're going to tear an ACL. Like, yeah. I think they put it in, like, his mega contract, like, cannot play basketball. And they're like, something ridiculous. <laughs> like, hysterical. you just can't do this. It's not yeah. allowed. Thoughts and prayers, obviously, to Naheem Hines. Hopefully, he uh, recovers well. Um, and not, that sucks, obviously, for, for him. Uh, so, hopefully, he recovers well and comes back even, even stronger next season. So like was he on a jet ski and got hit by another I, jet ski? I believe like, that's what it was. Okay. I believe that's what I'm it was. Like, Jeff, like how did how did you get hit by a jet ski in your knee? Like getting run over yeah, by a jet yeah. ski is one thing when you're in the water, but like how did you yeah. hurt your I think I think that was the yeah, that's what happened. That makes sense. Um, we're going to move into something that, uh, the boys have kind of seen on TikTok, and we want to jump on it, uh, before, you know, we, we are not creative. On it. <laughs> we are not creative. Um, so we're going to do a blind ranking, uh, because we just talked about, uh, a lot of NFL stuff and we have less NBA stuff. It's going to be NBA based. I have, uh, two sets of lists, one for Ryan and one for Robbie, and we're going to do a blind ranking, uh, for Robbie, we're going to do NBA point guards. I'm going to give him five NBA point guards and I'm not going to, I'm just going to give him, and he just has to rank them, uh, whatever years first. I'm going to give him like Steph Curry and he'd say like one, two, three, four, or five. And then we're going to see what the list is by the end. And for Ryan, I'm going to do NBA power forwards. Uh, and then we're going to, we're going to see how it works out. It's current They're, or all time? This is current. This is, this is all current okay. players. These are all, so Robbie, we're going to go into yours, uh, here. And it's, it's NBA point guards. Like I said, Robbie, the first name on your list, De'Aaron Fox. Ooh. That's, a, that's a sneaky pick. He had a great year last year, you know, part of that resurgent Kings team. Mm. I think there's still a good number of point guards better than him in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go four. I'm going to give myself some room at the top. Okay. Um, I just feel like there's a good number of point guards that still take over Deer and Fox at this point. I respect it. Uh, the, the beloved on this podcast, uh, Chris Paul. Five. Sorry, it's not my podcast. It's not my turn. <laughs> He's, uh, and we talked about this, like, forgetting that Chris Paul was actually still a decent point guard up until, like, he just kept getting hurt. But like right now, like I, I don't really want Chris Paul as my point guard. Like he's old. He's, yeah, yeah. he's I mean, he's coming off the bench now. He's a sixth man. You know, this is true. This is very true. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, I, another guy that had a really good year last year that mm-hmm. might have flown under the radar for you know if you don't watch a lot of NBA. Uh, I'm gonna go three for okay. Halliburton. I might have swapped him and Fox if I'd had the opportunity, but uh-huh. I'm okay with him at three. All right, uh, Drew Holiday. Right. <laughs> I'm just getting. I'm getting shit on. I, I, I put Darren Fox too low. That's on me. I, yeah, I, I, I could have told you that. That I thought about three. I, I was like, nah, this I list. Gonna... I'm not doing this. I, I rewrote this list. I'm not doing this to you know spite you. <laughs> next, next this is not bait. This is yeah. not bait. This is not bait. Throw, next is going to be Russ, and I'm going to get flamed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get actually if I'm Drew Holiday's at two. I don't know who you have next, but I'm just uh, better than Drew Holiday. The last one on the list is Marcus Smart. Jesus fucking Christ. Can we redo oh, this? All these dudes like between 10 and 15. Like, I know. Connor, picks the, Connor just picked the most mid point guard. That was the sucks. I was really expecting there to be at least one like top five point guard in the NBA and I didn't get a single one. You know, it happens, man. I'm, I'm going to put that on Connor. I, I really expect there to be a, no, a range of point guards, not all of them right there between 10 and 20. Yeah, right. I just kind of want to see what That's happens. That's brutal. That's uh, we're gonna move You're on. Smart number one, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, you heard the best, best point guard. Best point guard. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go with Ryan here. Uh, can, can I get a can I get a reroll on Marcus Smart though? Because like he might not really play point guard this year when Ja comes back. Th- that's true. Uh, no, you suck. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
Uh, Ryan gets NBA power forwards here, and we're going to start off the list with Anthony Davis. Robbie's pressed. We're, we're going to put uh, 80 at 2. Okay. Yeah. All right, I respect it. Uh, number Wait, two. Is he playing? Is yeah, he yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's playing. No, no, no. Street clothes, Davis. Where are you putting it? <laughs> Still two. <laughs> really valid. Um, number two, we're gonna go with Kristaps Porzingis. We're gonna give KP the four spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. Um, number three, Draymond Green. Five. I'm taking quick. KP over Draymond at this point you're, in his career. You're, gonna, you're about to get burned. Connor's about to throw out. Like, yeah. right here, and you're going to have Kyle Kuzma in two. <laughs> Kuz. Number four, Pascal Siakam. I think you, you can't put Siakam over AD, so you got to put him at three. Who do I got at one? Who, who, is, who have I absolutely just fucked? Fortunately, I think Ryan might have a pretty good list here because the last one I have is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, that's gorgeous. This is ridiculous. This is you ridiculous. couldn't line up any better. I'm so this, good at this. This is ridiculous. This is, this is rigged. Um, I hate everything about my list. That was. I'm upset. I'm, yeah, that's kind of bullshit, Connor. You absolutely yeah, left yeah. out the core yeah, on that you list. Did. I just want to see what happens. That's, that's going to be a great Instagram reel. People are going to get really pressed about that. It's going to be awesome. Oh, uh, Thank you, Connor. I yeah, of course. That. Yeah, you're very welcome. Fucking okay, uh, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> moving on here to some uh, NBA headlines. Uh, talking about money, gentlemen, we have to talk about the highest paid player in NBA history today, Jalen Brown, with a five-year, $304 million contract. That's that is going to be... That is going to be a great trivia question in a couple of years. Like, who became the highest paid NBA player in 2023? And no one's going to guess Jalen Brown. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I saw a report that said apparently right now um, people are thinking that uh, Shea Gilders Alexander will become the first player ever with, to get a $400 million contract. Nuts. <laughs> like, how much time does he have on his current rookie deal? Shea, I don't know. I don't know how much. I thought he just signed an extension. He might have. Yeah, but say he's been in long enough. It's either like this year or he's already signed some type of extension. Like Lu- I mean, like Luca signed extension. Yeah. Did, did Shea maybe exercise his like his fifth year rookie option? I'm not and then sure. this would be his fifth Why year. Why the fuck would he do that? Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. stupid. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out the bad contract. bad ranking list, bad insights. Marcus, Marcus Smart. I'm buying a Marcus Smart jersey now. Marcus Smart number one, <laughs> baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I respect it. Um, Maybe an LA De, De La Cruz jersey. He's 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 good. Yeah. He he hammered that home run. Holy, that was like 465. That was part of my parlay. <laughs> oh, that's did, did, nice. did the rest of it hit? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, there it is. Know, share, share with my listeners, it was a four-leg parlay. Uh, one was Ellie De La Cruz Homer, which was you know the the big was, meaty Johnson of said parlay. One was another Reds get, hitter. It's a, the most like biased parlay of all time because he's a Reds Homer now. So it was yes, just correct. it was all yeah. Reds things happening. Yeah. Uh, guy named Martin to get a hit who's actually been super hot for the Reds. He's batting over three hundred. Uh, Encarnacion, who is a uh, call-up for the minors, kind of similar to Ellie, to get two-plus total bases. Reds money line and Ellie Homer. It was like 10 to win 250. And Ellie started off the game with the Homer, and I'm like, oh, we're fucking cooking. And then We're, we're nuts? Then then they went 0-3 for the rest of the game. Yeah, so that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Reds are allergic to beating the Brewers. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get to it. You know, don't worry about it. Um, moving on to uh, another NBA headline, real quick, uh, and this is comes at uh, the team of Robbie's beloved Charlotte Hornets. Michael, Dr- 
<laughs> Michael Jordan has officially sold the Charlotte Hornets for $3 billion. The NBA, I think, approved it today or late yesterday. Uh, Robbie, how do we feel about that? Bad man gone. We're free. Uh, greatest uh, player of all time. Worst owner possibly ever. What, Rob, possibly what ever? Odds, what, what are the odds that MJ flipped a coin to settle on the final sale price? To, to gamble the final sale price? How much one bet he, he had to... Three and 3.1 billion? He's like, I'll flip you for it type shit. I bet, I bet he had to sell the team because he lost like a hand <laughs> of blackjack. Like he like, <laughs> he like this is for the Hornets. I'm still going to sell it to you because it's too much money just to give away. But like, yeah, yeah. I have to sell it if I lose this hand of blackjack. And he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Typical MJ. So Robbie, you're willing to stake your claim in that Michael Jordan is a worse owner than Dan Snyder? I, I was speaking specifically NBA, but then I also thought about Sarver, and I don't think I can throw uh, that out there either. So, yeah. my, me personally, my least favorite owner. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. He's yeah. above racists and like like people that commit sexual assault crimes. But I do also speaking of official sales going through, Snyder's sale just went through officially. Yeah. Um, that just got approved. So another bad man gone. Congrats, yeah. uh, Commanders fans, and they might change the name. Yeah, I mean, that, how much did that sell for? Yeah, a lot. I don't it was know. A, it was a lot more than people thought it was going to sell for. <laughs> I think it re- reset the market on NFL teams, even <laughs> though no one's had to sell their fucking NFL team. Yeah, but um, they might change the name. They might not be the Washington Commanders for much longer. The new ownership group is interested in changing the name. So that could be what, something to keep an eye out for. What do you like? I was a big fan of like the Red Wolves. So like, you kind of keep the Redskins like tradition there, no, but like bad, obviously actually. it's a little different. I thought that was a cool name. Um, Actually, some people like also that. threw out like people like that, but did like the pigskins because football. Mm-hmm. So the skins part, and I didn't like that one as much. That's kind of like '60s um, cartoonies ish. It's not. Yeah, as... I would agree. Um, I, I think my favorite was the Red Wolves. I, that was like one of them. Those like I on like their final too. list. Of, like, I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. I I like I like Commanders. Um, for some reason, I just like the like Washington Generals. Kind of like flows off the tongue. I think there's an XFL team named Generals. Or if you're thinking of the team that plays the Globetrotters. I might be. Yeah, you could. could That name goes hard. So, yeah, so that is it in terms of the NBA. Like I said, not a ton of of NBA headlines uh, today. So we're going to move into some of our miscellaneous uh, combined headlines currently. Uh, One of them being Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh and the NCAA are in discussions about a so-called negotiated resolution for a four-game suspension in the 2023 season. Uh, The looming suspension is tied to an NCAA recruiting investigation into Michigan in which Harbaugh Harbaugh faces a level one violation, the most serious kind in the NCAA's purview for not cooperating with NCAA enforcement. You put you put links in the notes? That goes hard. Well, it's just I just copy and pasted it from um, <laughs> I, I clicked on it. I was like, oh, there's the article. I can like read about That's it. From, like, uh, sure I'm a, not saying anything stupid, but from ABC Sports News. Well, people on Twitter and stuff were re- and granted I didn't fully read into this, but people on Twitter and stuff were saying that it was like he bought a kid like a fast food meal or something and yeah. like it's like the worst offense in the it NCAA. Was, it was because he didn't cooperate with them. Yeah, the the story is that like he took a couple recruits out after a camp or something and took him to get like food. And they didn't report it, but that's technically an impermissible benefit because they're not a part of the program and you're recruiting them. And like it obviously like beyond he probably spent like fifty bucks on it, but like yeah. they then he did that and then then Subway's like, This is a violation. He's like, This is stupid, I'm not gonna cooperate. And that's why they actually came back. So it's not that he really did anything wrong. Uh the NCAA just felt slighted and they get tend yeah. to get uh they get up a little bit upset. But at the same time, like a hardball, like just go along with like they're not gonna slam I, right. I, I would be surprised if they would slam you for something like that if you just like cooperate with them 
Yeah. <laughs> like you drive around any like Power Five conference football team, and you see what all the football players are driving, and you're like, yeah. hmm, do you think well, that's really were, every single one of them was uh, just given a Hellcat or like bought yeah, a Hellcat not, with their own money? That's allowed now. That's allowed now. Yeah, uh, nil nil money, bro. <laughs> yeah, nil, but can't can't buy some players like you know a make a McChicken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? But you also um, cannot give them money at McDonald's back. Keep that in mind. That's not allowed. Yeah. Looking at you, Jeremy Pruitt. I also saw uh, on Twitter people saying that, oh no, how will Mich- Michigan face such an easy schedule without Jim Harbaugh? <laughs> Apparently Michigan has like a crazy easy schedule this year. So, yeah, um, I'm sure it's like fucking Toledo, Central Michigan. UConn. Yeah, just to start. <laughs> Uh, moving on to something that uh, is a little more serious, unfortunately. But fortunately, he has been uh, he, he is okay uh, currently. But Bronny James, uh, who is the eldest son of LeBron James, uh, suffered cardiac arrest on Monday uh, and is currently in stable condition. Uh, apparently, it occurred while he was having a practice um, conditioning session at uh, USC with the school which he is committed to uh, playing college basketball. Thankfully, the, the medical staff at USC was able to take care of him and, and get him to the hospital. He was in ICU. He's in stable condition, no longer in ICU. Um, but obviously that's terrifying for someone who's an 18 year old to have something like cardiac arrest happen. That's just horrifying. Apparently this happened at USC last year too. They had another five-star recruit who like suffered a cardiac incident in practice, like in the off season. That's crazy. Um, so just I, that weird coincidence and unfortunately that happened at the same school twice, but this also apparently happened last year at USC. Interesting. But yeah, I mean, obviously this, you know, this gets such so highlighted because of, of who he is. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know in terms of how it affects his future with basketball. Obviously, you know, you hope it doesn't. Um, but if they unfortunately find some kind of underlying issue, that obviously sucks. They also said they were like outside conditioning. And I mean, it is hot as yeah, hell outside the- on the West Coast. Like, I mean, they, there's any number of things that could avoid that happening, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, just a just an un- unfortunate situation. Of course. Uh, yeah. So obviously thought, thoughts and prayers to uh, the James family there and Bronny and hopefully that he uh, remains in stable condition and his, his future isn't isn't jeopardized in, in any sense from this. Hopefully um, moving on, we have uh, talking about some more money and some obscene money. Uh, Saudi Arabian soccer club Al-Halal is preparing to make a $1.1 billion offer to sign striker Kylian Mbappe uh, from French club Harris uh, Saint-Germain. According to multiple reports, uh, the proposed deal includes a $332 million transfer fee paid to PSG and a $776 million salary paid to Mbappe for one season. Uh, and this one contract would enable him to play in Saudi Arabia before he joins the team that he really wants to join, Real Madrid. So this dude's getting paid $776 million to play for hey, soccer, one season. Soccer, international soccer money is different. And obviously, yeah, no, Saudi Arabian money is, is different. Yeah, but like they, you've, you've seen some obscene transfer fees paid yeah. before, right? But this that is like, like entire like earnings yeah. for careers for some guys God. over here. But like... Some of the Saudis were offer were going to offer Messi like a three year one point six yeah. billion dollar contract or something. Like Jeez, that. I mean, they, they're going to offer Tiger Woods like over a billion dollars if you play on the Live Tour as well. I mean, they just have money that is unfathomable at times. Yeah, it's just uh, wow. Yeah, I cannot imagine that. It's just it, an obscene figure. I saw. It was like you know, obviously the Mets are like they have the high. I think they have the highest payroll in MLB. If not, they're up there. Um, they've been talking about how much money they spend. Not been good, but uh, yeah, this is double their entire payroll. Heavens! Well, yeah, I, I saw so many people. For one season. I saw so many people saying on social media like they're desperately hoping that the Saudis never get involved in the NBA or the NFL because like it's yeah. it's weird. I, like, I don't think that those sports are popular enough internationally. Maybe basketball. Yeah, um, basketball might be. But I, I, mean, Mbappe, I don't. Mbappe is like 
one of the top five most popular and probably the most popular soccer player under 25 in the world. Yeah, he's also the best and soccer it, player in the world. But if right. it hadn't been for a man named Lionel Messi, would have had the best World Cup final performance of all time. Yeah. Right. Um, if Messi hadn't rescued Messi, Argentina. Messi goat. Messi speaking, goat. Of, speaking of Messi, yeah, he's yeah, scoring yeah, goals. Yeah. He's correct. Transition there, Connor. I saw that wasn't on there. I was like, we got to talk yeah, about yeah. that. Um, yeah. Not yeah, even Messi. starting. Doesn't yeah, come not even the starting. 50th minute. He's the just chilling. Ticket price for the inner uh, inner inner Miami, correct? Yeah. Inner Miami, Miami yep. was four hundred and fifty dollars, and there was no guarantee that he was going to play. Yeah, they, the and then he said that on Twitter before like the game kick. There's like there's no guarantee Lionel Messi will play. And they came in and scored the game winning goal in his first appearance for the team. Game winning free kick. Camp. And three. then he also scored again tonight in eight minutes. By the way, yeah, he said he's had three goals in two games. Yeah, it's varsity against middle school. Yeah, no, that's like, the greatest so, soccer player of all time against the yeah, one the of bums. the worst professional leagues in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With with his level of conditioning, if he wanted to, like, you know, his body wanted to, I think he's good enough to play in the MLS until he's fifty. Yeah. Fifty. Well you how old is he? If he come off the bench, if he's like a super sub and came off the bench, we needed a goal, maybe. Like oh. being good enough to make an MLS team until he's fifty, not like start, not be obviously the best player in the league, well, but like when you had guys like uh, David Beckham and Thierry Henry who did this a while ago, they come over after that. I mean, they were yeah. old and like they weren't really playing in Premier League or wherever they were playing, and then they come over and like are just scoring goals left and right in the MLS. I mean, it's yeah. just a completely different level of competition. Like American soccer is getting better. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the depth of talent and the like homegrown talent for these MLS teams, it just doesn't compare in the slightest. Like you, you could make you could pick the best players off of ever every MLS team, and it's probably a team they, that's trying to stay out of relegation in the Premier League. They do that for the MLS All Star game. They played Arsenal this year, I believe. For the MLS All Star game, is the MLS All Stars versus Arsenal? They lost five to zero, guys. <laughs> the yeah, best so nice. players in the MLS, so they would get relegated. Arsenal was was a good team in the Premier League last year, but five to zero. I that, saw. Uh, I saw. Obviously, oh. last, when the US was in the World Cup, uh, Christian Pulisic was was the best player on on USA, and I saw. So he played for Chelsea, um, yeah. and I saw this dude that was um, like a, a big Chelsea fan on YouTube or whatever. And someone asked him about Christian Pulisic. He's like, "Oh, he sucks. <laughs> he's like the worst player on the, on, yeah. on Chelsea." It's just so yeah. funny. Well, um, we're getting man. more play, but you notice all of the best American players don't play in the MLS. They play in yeah. Europe, and like we're getting better as a national team because of that. But like homegrown talent still is just isn't there. Yes. Uh, well, it's also like it, it's a different system. I mean, the UK and stuff because you have all those academies. Well, granted, there are some here, yep. but not to the level of like the academies that they have. And they they right. train those kids for like when they're up ten. Like it's crazy how and young they start them. What one of my favorite like Instagram reels is like this guy is like all right if the, if all the best u.s athletes played soccer and we put them on the pitch here's how they would line up and they would absolutely wreck everyone and people would get so mad like well they're not in condition to do that it's like that's not what he's saying he's like if these guys yeah. grew up playing soccer and were the athletes that they were we'd be really good at soccer like, like Tyree kill you're you're telling me oh that, that dude couldn't be like a like an all-world soccer player right yeah. exactly like but they don't play soccer, so they don't have that conditioning. They don't have that footwork, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, they're acting like if we like put them there now, like you no, know, that's not what we're saying. Yeah, of course, that's they not what be we're good. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, so yeah, moving on, we are going to uh, go back to uh, some of the TikTok trends here. Uh, we're going to do a draft kind of situation. Yeah. So essentially Ryan and Robbie both know the topic of this draft and they're going to be drafting things and I don't know the topic. And so they, they both make their draft picks and then I'll make a draft pick. Uh, and I'm, and at the, I think at the very end, I have to guess what the, the topic of the draft is. And that's the whole point. And we'll see how quickly you catch up yeah. and like figure out what we're doing. If you're just making outlandish picks, then. So I guess we will see. I'm a little nervous, to be honest, but I guess we're going to get into I, I it. I wanted you to, you to do it because notoriously the worst drafter here. So I want to put you in the hot seat and work on those skills a little bit, Connor. This, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. this is for your professional Did development. You know <laughs> I'm well, no, no. See, I see. This is a better situation because my scouts won't screw me this time. My scouts haven't had any time to prepare, right? So it's like That's I don't, true, yeah. I don't have to rely on my scout. Yeah, exactly. This is all you shooting from the hip. You don't have to worry about your scout it up. Yeah. See, I'm an elite GM, but sometimes I get pressured into these things where I was like, the organization wants something different than what I want. Yeah. And you know your head coach is like, I want this guy, and you're like, yeah. I don't. And then he still wants you to pick <laughs> yeah. him. Like, yeah. I have to coach the guy. And then know? the owner it's... comes down on me, and I'm so, you know, I can't do much you about got, it. Yeah, Michael Jordan is your owner, and he he knows too much, and so he's not very good owner and it's just a whole thing it's, yeah, it's exactly, man. i'm gonna i'm gonna start off this draft with uh water oh god that's oh god i think i'll take the internet oh that's a good that's a good pick as well thank you i'm gonna go with uh oxygen it's a good pick i, I think like i might i think i might have picked up on what, what the topic was already i'm gonna go with a car i'm gonna go with uh money and income I'm gonna go with family. How many? How many are we going? We going three or five? We'll go five. We'll get. We'll give you some time. Here. Oh God! All right. Make sure. You, make sure you got to like narrow it down. All right. Uh, a bed. Chicken wings. Wait. Okay. This is my. Now I'm confused. Chicken wings threw me off. I'm. I, I thought I knew what it was right off the bat, but the chicken wings really threw me for a loop. Good pick, Ryan. Good pick. Thank you. Um, music. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Coke Zero Cherry. Okay, that 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 lines up with what I had in my head, but it's <laughs> really threw me off. My phone. Mm. I, I had that one on my board as well. Uh, a house slash apartment. Video games. My cat. Good call. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll go with uh, movies slash TV shows. All right. Connor, what what was what was the draft? I'm I'm think if if chicken wings is a real answer, I did not know this about him, but like I'm assuming it's like things you can't live without or things you wouldn't want to live without. Exactly. Yeah, you nailed it. Good job. Um, let's go. Chicken Good wings. Shit. I can't live without them. I shouldn't have started with water. I thought yeah. about going going yeah. elsewhere, but I was like, I was like, I mean, that is that is the one one pick, right? That's, that is that is the thing you can't live without. Yeah, but you're trying to do, like disguise it in a draft like that, so it's like you don't want to give it's the true. one one pick is different I than like live without chicken. <laughs> that's a really interesting <laughs> pick. Like you should, Ryan just Physically started with that, live dude. Because if, if you had said water and he said chicken wings, I'd be like, okay, so some sort of like restaurant yeah. item or something we like did, that. We didn't coordinate that very well. Yeah. You know, well, hey, it's a warm up. It's oh, the first one. Like, we'll do better like for next time. Black that blurred out. <laughs> <laughs> My side not allowed to be on the cam. Um, so unfortunately, Ryan, I'm I'm gonna have to swing it over to you for this this next segment because you are our resident yeah. you are our resident MLB baseball expert, uh, and we need to talk Ooh. about the MLB standings uh, as it is well, as absolutely. as of July um twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. I mean, you know, baseball. Indeed, we're at the we're at the hundred game mark. 
Mm. Um, so only you know sixty games left to go. Jeez, <laughs> you gotta you gotta love MLB. Um, we're coming up on October though. You gotta love the uh, the postseason for baseball as well. But as things currently stand, we're gonna start over in the AL as we usually do. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles are t- are excuse me not tied are leading the AL East at a beautiful record of 62 and 39. They're a game and a half up on the Tampa Bay Rays. The Blue Jays are sitting six games back at 56 and 45 and followed closely by the Red Sox and Yankees who are both tied in the basement at 53 and 47. The which Yankees again, are technically in last place. Yankees technically, technically, because the Red Sox hold the uh, tiebreaker at the moment. Yeah. Over to the AL Central, we actually might have to talk about this division. Shocking, I know. Not the, the Twins. twins Not the, the Twins. <laughs> the Twins are 8-2 and two in their last 10. Damn. Don't Four look now. Don't look now, but they are 54-48. and 48. Six whole games over Winning. 500. Winning record, yeah. They're the only team over 500 in this division, Yikes. so we're not going to talk about the rest of the teams. They, <laughs> just the Twins. It, 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 it After I just said matter. they were so good. It doesn't matter, yeah. Twins are winning. Royals are losing. Royals have not hit 30 wins yet, um, and they Yikes. are 103 games into the season. They are actually only one game better than the A's. As Yikes. Actually, terrifying only, as that sounds. Only a half game. Excuse me, only a half game. Robbie is correct. Yeah, yeah. it's disgusting. Um to the AL West, Rangers have come off from the All-Star break playing some really good baseball. Looks like the rest was good for them. To be honest, the entire AL West has has played pretty well coming back from the break. The Rangers, Strohs, and Angels are all 7-3 and three in their last 10. Rangers are 59-42. and 42. Astros are two games back. Angels are seven games back. The Rangers at 52-49. and 49. The Mariners are still hanging around, only eight and a half back. It's going to be a really interesting close to the AL um, down the stretch, and then the A's are there playing playing the sport of baseball. Uh, to the NL, where we're, going to dis- where, where, where we're going to talk about the best team in baseball, Robbie's uh, Atlanta Braves, that have actually had a rough rough start coming back from the break. Uh, they're four and six in the last ten, but they do have a league record of 64 and 34 um, playing some really good baseball down there in Atlanta. 11 and 11 and a half games back are the Phillies um, followed very closely by the Marlins who have absolutely imploded coming back from the all-star break. I think uh, they're one in nine in their last 10. Um, so definitely, definitely rough for them. Mets are down there seven games under 500, 18 and a half back of the Braves and the Nationals, uh, are 24 back so it's it the braves have the largest lead by far uh in in baseball for the division so they're, this they're gonna lock it up. Was, was an opportunity to you know put some pressure on the braves they haven't been playing great maybe you can get it back under 10 games back and you know put some pressure on it the marlins have, have not done that so that is correct that is that is correct uh to the central the brewers hold a one and a half game lead over the Cincinnati Reds, uh, the Reds physically are unable and allergic to beat the Brewers. It's it's kind of disgusting. Uh, Cubs are forty eight and fifty one. Cardinals are forty five and fifty six, and the Pirates are forty four and fifty six. So all those teams are within eleven and a half games of each other. So still, still relatively competitive over in the NL Central. 
Uh, out west in the NL, the Dodgers are starting to pull away a little bit. That money is kind of kind of speaking speaking loud. Uh, Giants have lost six straight, a four back of the Dodgers. Diamondbacks have lost five straight, four back of the Dodgers. Then you got the Padres and the Rockies bringing bringing up the rear. Um, but in terms of like wild card stands in right now, so you have um, the Rays and Astros are leading in the wild card, and then you have. The, um, excuse me, the, Ray, the Rays, Astros, and Blue Jays are the top three in the wild card standings, and then followed by the Red Sox, Yankees, and Angels are the next three up. Um, currently, you have the Reds are the top team in the wild card, up by half a game. Then you have the Giants, Diamondbacks, Phillies are all tied with the Marlins a half game back. So there's it's really tight, but like I said, there's still there's still 60 games left to play for a lot of these teams, so a lot of lot could change. I saw I saw the other day someone had a pretty nice parlay going. Um, they put down I think it was five dollars, win like a million, and they had five legs, and they're all like you know league winning legs. Yep. So they had Japan to win the World Baseball Classic, cashed. Happened. The Nuggets to win the NBA Finals, cashed. Happened. LSU to win the College World Series, cashed. And they have two legs left. One of them is the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, which is definitely feasible. Not not that far out there. But but the other leg that's still going that doesn't look great is the Padres to win the mm. World Series. Mm. But they could still cash it out for like nine hundred bucks. It's like I'd be getting out there so quick. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even think about it. But Padres are six games back of a wild card <clears throat> spot in the NL. That's things. Do you hold on? I mean, they're not out of it. You don't feel confident in the way they've been playing, but they're not out of it. So uh, interestingly, I mentioned it last week, but I've been I've been playing MLB the show, uh, obviously the the video game that's associated with the MLB, and I uh, I found my team. You know, sometimes you play some of those games and you kind of find that one team that it's not always your hometown team, but it's one team that you like to play with and and typically that you're really good with. My one team, surprisingly, is the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm really good with the Blue Jays for some reason. I yeah, like Tyler Tyler Glass. No, he he's his motion is really fast in the game and I hate, I can't stand pitching with teams that have like the over the head and like cock the leg back and the glass pitching is like super quick. And then obviously you got Vladdy on the team. So it's like, it's easy dubs for, for the blue Jays all around. Yeah. That's what I'm Big saying. Blue Jay Homer. He Big blue Jay. They're <laughs> <laughs> fun to play with too. But, um, so we are going to move on here uh, and we are going to talk about some some more fantasy football. We did it last week. We, we did a running back kind of ranking system uh, in which we talked discussed we a lot um, of feedback. Yeah, we true. We, and we're not going to listen to any of the feedback. <laughs> We discussed the upcoming running backs uh, who we thought was going to be best uh, for the upcoming fantasy season. We're going to do the same this week, except it's going to be with quarterbacks. Uh, we're going to go one by one, and we're going to submit our picks for quarterbacks that we think are going to be in the top five um, of the of fantasy scoring when it all is said and done at the end of the season. Uh, gentlemen, it, it, who would like to start? Because I feel like there are a few that are that are relative shoe-ins. Uh, so, you know. We go ahead and lock one in being Patrick Mahomes. Uh, that, I, that does in fact have to be locked in. I think yeah, I would that, agree with that. I think I would have I to agree with that. I think you could lock in Josh Allen. I think yeah, we would have to agree top, with that too. Top five quarterback. So agree with that. See, now I'm screwed. Now, <laughs> now, there, there's one more that you probably feel good about. Yeah. Uh, I I think I know who you're referring to. Uh, oh, I don't know. Actually, he might too. He had a great year last That's, year. No, yeah, yeah. Great running quarterback. Yes, yes. That's a, I, I don't know if it's a guarantee. 
I don't think it is. I, I'm saying, I think I think he's the who most people would say would be the next one up, but I don't think it's guaranteed. Here's who I think because I think honestly it's happened the last two years where he's finished like right at five. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals finishing in the top five because I think he's been like at five like every year. I think he's he definitely finishes in the top five. It would, uh, yeah. I don't see how he doesn't, especially. I don't know how Joe Mixon is going to be this year. I think they're just going to be slinging it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They they will in fact be slinging it. Be slinging. I would I would have to agree as well. Right, we got three three on our list right here. Now we're getting into the uh, so, dicey so it's board. back to me with the guy I was referring to who I think the argument Mr. Jalen Hurts he's he might be due for a touchdown regression mm-hmm. in terms of running the ball and I think that's your concern. But I he's the He's the best dual threat quarterback in the NFL right now, which inherently makes you so much better in fantasy. I don't have anything in my head that tells me to go otherwise. It's just more it's something like it's a little bit of a gut feeling, but uh, it's not strong enough to to divert me okay. away from putting him in the top five. That's that is uh, where I'm at as well. Ryan, who are we? Are we just gonna breeze through this? Are we just gonna put number five right is it there? Be you know, chalk? Signed, sealed, and delivered. Ryan, say it? no. Let's let's get crazy. <laughs> well, Ryan, it's Ryan's pick. No, where we know Ryan say no to Jalen Hurts, we'll get we'll get wild. Yeah, Jalen Jalen Hurts, yes. Okay, so, so we yes, have uh, we uh, you know we have a fifth one. Before. This fifth one could be is interesting. This could be up for discussion. <clears throat> oh God, he's gonna say Rogers. Nah, I can't. I can't. I want to, but I can't. I have a name in my head, and I hope you say it. This is my like sleeper pick. Oh God, my fifth best quarterback in the league this year. Fantasy Trevor Lawrence. No, I disagree. I, I've heard this a lot. I've heard this take a lot that people think he's going to be like crazy good this year. I also don't. I don't, see think, I don't think he's going to be crazy good. I just think he's going to take that next step. He's got a lot I of weapons. I don't think he gets top five in fantasy. I have. I don't think there. I'm with Robbie. I want to say no to that one. I, I think he could finish like seven. Close. Yeah, I think I, he's close. But in terms of like the guys in this list, chalk. We got he has go. he has the best running back room out of any of the guys we've just said. Mm. Which is going to limit his ceiling a little bit in terms of touchdowns. I feel that. Um, I am. Ooh, this is weird. I am in between a few right now. Uh, oh, does he? I don't know if he comes. I don't know if he if he go, comes on the comeback. Um, I'm actually struggling with this one. I can't think of. Why can I not think of other people? Here, here it is. Here's the take. The man who uh, currently. Has just recently partnered up with Odell Beckham Jr. We're gonna go Lamar Jackson at the number five spot. I think a little bit of a resurgence. Uh, not necessarily anything crazy, but you know, might do a little better. Because let's be honest, Lamar Jackson, in terms of his receiving room, it's been pretty awful, except outside of Mark awful. Andrews for the last like five years. So I don't know. Maybe but does the, but does the ghost of Odell Beckham Jr. get him over that hump in agree. terms of his receiver talent? Hey, I'm not fully he's convinced. Got, he's got Zay Flowers now too. True. He's, he's got a little bit of a <laughs> little bit of rookie help on the, on, got, on the receiver room now. He's got Bateman too. Yeah, Bateman yeah. is good. It's better. The receiving is definitely better. It's probably yeah. the best receiver he's had. You know, yeah. to, to be honest, I, I'm not even looking at the receivers. Can he play 17 games? That's yeah, that, very good. That's point. the answer, right? Like he he finished. He's played 12 games each of the last two seasons. He's finished like at 12 and 13 in total fantasy points. Right. He's losing a total five games of production, and he's still an above average quarterback. Yeah. If he's on the field for 17 games linearly he's he's right knocking on the door of a top five quarterback i, I just can't he stay healthy yeah agreed is it a, is it a yes or no though gentlemen 
do you think he stays healthy? I guess is the question. No, I don't think he stays healthy. Ryan doesn't think anyone I, stays healthy. No, <laughs> I, no, I, 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 like I said, if Lamar stays healthy, he's talented enough yeah. to be a top, and like has I think enough weapons to be a top five quarterback, especially with his legs. He's just yeah, not yeah. going to stay healthy. They also had an offensive coordinator change. They mm. brought in Todd Monken from the Georgia Bulldogs. Who? Oh yeah. Thinking about the way that Stetson Bennett plays, does that offense fit Lamar Jackson? I mean, ben, no. there was a good amount of options. I mean, he's not going to answer is no. I don't think so. But Lamar's I also like so. uh, Lamar. I think you argue is a generational like rushing quarterback. So you're not going to completely rip up the playbook because he runs so many triple options and stuff that you're not going to rip that up. Like I just I new offensive coordinator, new system, basically a whole new group of wide receivers. I don't think he gets there this year. All right, I respect uh, Robbie. I have a weird feeling that I think I know what you're going to say, and I'm not. I don't like it. I'm I'm going to take gonna a guy. It's going to be a meat rider take. It's not. It's not a meat rider take. It's, gonna, um, it's a guy. He, did, he didn't play all of last year, not due to injury, but because uh, he was not uh, allowed by the NFL to play oh, the first nine games of the season. When he was allowed to play in the NFL previously, was consistently a top five fantasy quarterback. Mm. He's got a pretty good offense around him. He's got a great running back that can take some pressure off, and I've been harping on that running back to limit their potential. We're going to throw that out the window for right now. Um, Deshaun Watson. Oh God! I just don't know if I can stomach it. I don't I know. know. It hurt. I think it still takes a little bit too long for him to return to that form. He was out for like a year and a half. Do you think he gets there like in the middle of the year? Do you think he gets I, I, back? I think. I think like week ten and after, he's performing like a top five quarterback. But I don't think he's got enough. I, I don't. I don't think he has enough time to knock the rust off to be able to be a top five fantasy producing quarterback. I respect. That. I can see that. I like that. I can see that. It's like a, before the year that he was fully suspended. He three straight years he was actually number five in fantasy, like, right. like number five each year in standard yeah. and PPR. And that's so playing like on the Texans. Like he had yeah. D Hop, but other than that, he had who Mid Hop. Yes, that is that is correct. So I, I just don't think he gets and there. He, and he didn't have D Hop even I, for one of those years, right? Yeah, I thought you were going to say Russell Wilson. <laughs> Don't know no, why. I, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> so he he's got Amari Cooper. He's got Elijah Moore, Marquise Goodwin. Oh yeah, Elijah Moore. David and Joku. And Joku. Yeah. Ryan Tillman, the rookie. Ryan, you got to submit a pick. Who are you going with at this number five? I gotta go with Justin Herbert. I mean, we're really starting to knock down the door of of different quarterbacks here. Um, he's got some weapons. Granted, those weapons are getting older. I think that I think the window for a lot of the offensive capabilities are are shrinking. They just drafted like two rookie wide receivers, right? Mike Williams is going to go absolutely fucking berserk for the first three weeks, and then yeah, perform as a wide receiver three. Um, yep. Can Keenan Allen yeah. stay on the field? He was hurt literally every game last year. Eckler's Granted, that was older. like the first time in his season, in like <laughs> no, his career. I, no, I agree. But you know, you see them, you see being injured that entire season. Yeah, and you're like in your 30s as a receiver. Yeah. And the and the way he plays too, it's a lot over the middle. It's a lot inside of you know the boundary, right? I mean, he's going to take a lot of hits. I mean, you saw guys. He's he's not a slot receiver. You saw guys like Wes Welker that play like that. They're just in the field all the time, getting hit. And like when they get older, it's harder to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, as we discussed earlier, obviously it's a prove it year for Herbert, and I do believe that he proves it. And in terms of proving it, in terms of his contract, that means being a top five fantasy quarterback. And, so I'm gonna. And, agree. And, and you know what makes me actually like believe he will be a top five is the fact that 
he's got Kellen Moore as a, an offensive coordinator. There were yep. so many coaching dysfunctions on the Chargers last year. You saw them Great. blow that giant lead to the Jags. Like, <laughs> Kellen Moore, you know, is a good offensive coordinator. He's right? a great play caller. Great play right. caller. Right. So I, I, I think he will thrive with with Herbert. Um, and I, I'm I'm going to agree also because I think there's only really one other guy that I can see breaking the top five, and I don't think he does it this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, sorry. The only other person I can see doing it is Justin Fields. And I don't think I don't think he's gonna play like it. I also had him as like a sleeper, a dark horse. But I'm, I'm sorry, real quick, I had to go back to the statement that Kellen Moore is good play color because uh, we seem to have forgotten uh, Dak Prescott running up the middle with 14 seconds left, and then the clock that wasn't running. designed. That wasn't designed. I also, I mean, you're calling plays for Dak Prescott. What are you supposed to do? Like, you know, like, hey. <laughs> damn. <laughs> hey. Yo, what if Dak finishes just top five? I, you know, uh, no. Yeah, hysterical. <laughs> let's Anyways, no. let's rank. Let's rank the quarterbacks that have no chance of it. <laughs> finishing. Uh, number one, Russell Wilson. Number two, Dak Prescott. <laughs> the highest Dak ever finished was actually number two. Yeah. What? What year was that? Probably nineteen. Eighteen. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. He's good. Like Dak's not a bad quarterback, but I mean, well, it's because no. he had thirty tutties. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, he was going nuts. In twenty and twenty-one, he had thirty-seven. Yeah, he's balling. But he also we, had six on the ground, so that's good. I think I think we have our five, but I I want I think we need to throw out some like really deep sleepers here, like some guys that are like being ranked below fifteen. He's not a deep sleeper. He had fifteen. I'm not, I'm not. I'm talking about Zach. Can How about it? Jared Goff? Daniel Jones. Ooh. Actually, all all both of those guys actually, yeah, yeah, I could see Danny, both of Danny them. Dimes could could fuck about. We are we are big on the Danny Dimes train. Kirk Cousins. We're, no, okay, okay. I mean, to be fair, Jettas, bro, yeah, insane. Actually, and he's, he's got Addison. About. He's got Hawkinson. That's what I'm saying, dude. And then an, an, and, abs, an absolute sleeper. It's just at, where no oh. one thinks. Yeah. Give it to I'm me. Gonna go, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my boy Kenny Pickett. I said that. I literally said that right before y'all said you're too big. Did actually say that? Yeah, <laughs> that, that did happen. Check the VOD. Didn't <laughs> I, I did? Chat, chat, drop it in. <laughs> Let us know. I think Pickett could be play? really good. I, I like legitimately. Uh, he was a very like he's kind of a very standard quarterback in terms of what we saw. I mean, but look at the situation he was he was thrown into last year with the Steelers right. or whatever, and he still was like I think you would call him an average quarterback, which in my eyes is impressive in the situation that you were thrown into last year, especially being a rookie. Uh, so I, I think Pickett has a chance to be to be really good. He reminds me a little bit of Herbert. He's gonna feed George Pickens too. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, the team's gonna be so good. NBA young boy out fucking <laughs> wide. Pickett to Pickens. <laughs> Just gonna be like that call the whole season, uh, but yeah, no, I think those were good sleepers. I think that's a pretty. I, I think that's probably gonna be better received than our, <laughs> our we, running back we list. Very safe on that list. Yeah. The running back yeah, list, yeah, yeah. we did not play it safe. I, I will remember. say that um, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record as a Steelers head coach. That's wild. And the Steelers um, betting line total for wins is eight and a half. It's like the Mike Gundy of the uh, of does the pros. does he go nine and eight again? Does he continue that streak? I don't even. Know I mean, 
No, Najee. I keep forgetting Najee Harris is a yeah, person. Najee's I, I, such a good season and then fucking sucked because the Steelers line yeah. fucking sucks. But dude, I, I did this last time too to the listeners. I legitimately last week, I saw like a, a TikTok or video and someone was like, oh, oh, a sleeper top five running back, Najee Harris. I was like, I forgot Najee Harris was a person. I, I like, And I remember hyping him up so much when he came into the league and then last year was just That's so disappointing. That's interesting division because like, I think you expect the Bengals to win the division. Yeah. But second right. place is a yeah. crapshoot. I mean, mm-hmm. I just have no. I mean, like, you expect the Bengals to win, but it's also the NFL. You never know if one of those teams gets hot. There, I think they're all good enough to like if they play really well. Yeah. Maybe catch a couple breaks to be up there too. I don't know. I mean, on, on the surface level, it's it. You would think it's Bengals, Ravens, Browns, Steelers. Yeah. Steelers. yeah that that think. that's what I would think right off the bat. But but again, that division is 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 that is that the for, division like, four of those teams could make a playoff. Is that the best division of football, top to bottom? It, the Steelers are such a wild card. Uh, like, they but, but like, I'm, I'm thinking about the other one, only other division out there. There's maybe like the NFC East, but the Steelers are better than the Commanders. It's just so funny because the NFC East was so bad, like two, I know. two years ago. The um, NFC North is always good, like always yeah. solid. Well, and this yeah. also com- this also comes down to like in terms of the ranking. Like we were literally just discussing. Like I think it's kind of a, a coin toss between Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. Who's better this season? Like I think it's a coin sure. toss kind yeah. of thing. You just don't know at this point. It's so. it's can Lamar stay healthy versus does Deshaun Watson get comfortable in the offense? Yeah, exactly. So it it it'd definitely be a, a very interesting division to watch. I mean, obviously, like everyone last year, it was the uh, is it the West or the South? It's the the Chiefs and Charger or the the West. Broncos. Yeah, yeah, thank you, the AFC West. Uh, but yeah, everyone. Remember, whenever Russ went to the Broncos last year, everyone was like, "Oh yeah. my lord, the AFC West is stacked." And then it was not. And then Ru- Russ cooked. And then <laughs> Russ, uh, Russ absolutely burned in the kitchen. See that? I, I remember seeing one of our podcast clips like the other day when we were talking about oh, Ru- the Russes are cooking because Westbrook had just had like a three for twenty game and, and Wilson played terrible. That's I, I made that. I made the meme of them in the laundry mat because they're both washed. <laughs> All right, boys, real quick before we move on to the potential final stuff. So I I remember last year specifically, there was about a three-week run of just absolutely atrocious Thursday night football games. Yep. Just bad. I mean, best best times in football, baby. That was awesome. It was like six to nine. It was like Colts Broncos. That was the worst. No, Colts Broncos was the the worst game I've ever watched in my life. No shot. I think one of those teams was supposed to be on primetime. It got kicked from it. Like, (laughs) remember, remember, Herbie Herbie was just starting to like do the calls for it. And like by like the third game, like Herbie sounded dead. Like he's like, I would rather be anywhere else but here. Like this game sucks. So, so let me take you through a couple. Oh God! I'm, I'm gonna highlight a few just, for, just for for me. So, week two, Viking Eagles. I think that. Oh, be what? Great. Yeah, there, great there, game. Yeah, there we go. Right. Kirk Cousins gonna throw, but Giants oh, Niners in week three. I still think relatively compatible. 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 Week four, Lions Packers. Sleep sleeper. Great. So they, I, the Lions the can go nuts. Suck. The Packers yeah. suck. But interdivision game, you know, I think it'll be contentious that week 17 last year was a great game where the Lions knocked the Packers out of the playoffs, you know, a little bit of revenge there. I think that could be a good game. Lions are a sleeper team this year, like legitimately. Yeah, I think we actually Lions. week 18 now, but anyways, keep going. Uh, we got yeah. week five, Bears at Commanders. That, that could be yeah. rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Don't love that. <laughs> That's October fifth. Circle that on your calendar, ladies. Bears. Uh, I mean, if Fields is good. I I don't know. I don't know. Next week, Sam Broncos, Broncos in Arrowhead. 
Uh, That'll be a good game. I, I the Broncos will be better this year, I think. Yeah. Also, the Chiefs the Chiefs love to keep their primetime games close. Like I feel like yeah. the Chiefs in primetime for whatever reason keep them close. I think Mahomes just likes to get the views up, and then he's yeah, like, exactly. Now, uh, week seven we got Jags at the Saints. That could be a fun game. It's a weird one. It's a weird Warren's game. Going to be hucking it in the dome. Derek. Uh, week eight Bucks at Bills. Oh, that's gonna be a slaughter. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be gross. That's, in that's in gonna, Buffalo, it's <laughs> awful. Ba- Baker Baker rolling up into Buffalo, you're gonna lose him under all the Dude, snow. I keep forgetting Baker maybe sure. is gonna be the <laughs> starter for the Bucks. Golly, uh, we got uh, Week Nine Titans rolling into Pittsburgh. Interesting. That's, that's a game. Yeah, that, that is like a, a game. game. That feels that feels like a really nice like Najee versus Derrick Henry Derrick duel. Henry, like yeah. they're both just gonna go the Alabama and, boys. Like, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Week week ten, this one's tasty. We got we got the uh, Carolina Panthers rolling into Chi Town. Uh, I was I was looking at going to that game. <laughs> I was hundred percent looking at going to that game. Yeah, let me I was talking to my buddies that are Chicago up. fans, and they're like, "You should come." I was like. I might. I might I'll, pull. I'll, draw, I'll drive up. I'll crash it. What if Bryce Young is, is like elite this year? He's got, he will be elite. I don't know if it's going to be this year, but it's less fun. Week young. 11, Bungles in Baltimore will be Ooh, a good divisional yeah. game. That's a great one. Uh, week 12, Dolphins at Jets for a Black Friday game. Hey, could, could be good. Yeah. I forgot there's a Black Friday game now. It's yeah, awesome. Two, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Week, week 13, Seahawks come to Dallas. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not excited. Yeah, that I might be a little bit of a bit off there. <laughs> really stir the pot. <laughs> yeah, no. A uh, week 14, Patriots at Steelers. Again, I. Yeah, I, I don't really. Again. Yeah, mid off again. Uh, week 15, Chargers at Raiders. I mean, I. I, Maybe. I, I don't love it again. It's well, Jimmy G will be hurt by then, so it'll be whoever the Raiders are rolling out a backup quarterback. I don't know if they're backup the Ra- quarterback. The Raiders might be the biggest question mark in the league. Like no, I am, they're, they're just not going to be. And, good and their division and their division is really good still. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. guys, I think the Broncos are going to be a lot better this year. You I say think, question mark. I I, I still don't I, think yeah. they get to the playoffs. So I don't really think that that's yeah, a question mark. You know, Devontae Adams, though, he's pretty good. Uh, right. Week sixteen, Saints at Rams. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, the Rams you know, are you know, actually. L- LA fans really show out for the Rams. But like the Rams are a legit team that like what what are they going to be like this year after last year with because Cup's healthy now isn't he he's back and he's not I mean their defense is Aaron Donald and yeah true because they don't yeah. even have Ramsey anymore yeah 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 so that is the uh, Thursday night before Christmas um, and the week seventeen to end the season is the Jets at the Browns oh that's a Elijah Moore revenge game. Will there be a team fighting for a playoff spot? Yes. In that game? Actually, oh like, yeah, actually, I can see it. In. I think there will be. I think there's a you pretty like good that. Yeah, that's, that's I think that's state. a that's a that's a showdown for an AFC wild card spot, right? There. Absolutely. I think it's the I think it is the last AFC nope. wild card spot. I would agree. Right there in that game. Got Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. Who do I cheer for? It's so Her bad. Thirty Rodgers <laughs> versus deep tissue Deshaun. Actually, Zach. Jeez, that's uh, awful. Actually, uh, Zach Wilson will be starting by then. He's going to take. Oh yeah, you're right. 
Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah. You're right. So th- uh, thanks for sitting through that with us. I just wanted yeah. to get get the opinion, not, just because I remember so how brutal it was last year. Doesn't doesn't feel as bad as last year, but also like the beginning yeah, of the no, year. year. Like, hey, Colts Broncos. Like I don't think it would have instantly been like that's going to be a bad game. No, right? Like because like, everyone thought Russ was going to be good Ryan still, did. and like Matt Ryan was supposed to be okay. Like Jonathan, he wasn't going to set the Taylor. world on fire. Didn't expect him to. Just, yeah, I mean, I think he yeah. would have been like, oh, this will be a decent game. Uh, Javante Williams, but he was already hurt by then. So that legit Andy Andre, um, or no, sorry, it's someone else. Good lord, uh, I legit think that's the worst football game I've ever watched in my life. It was awful. Cold like Broncos. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like yeah, it was terrible. Terrible. high school, college. Like uh, a lot of times, if it's like that in college, it's more so funny. But like in the, it was just a, the that game was just horrible to watch. But, <laughs> like it was but I could take fun. my eyes off. Of it. it was not I, like fun. I, I, need, I needed to go to bed and I <laughs> yeah. couldn't take my eyes off the game. I was like, like this is awful, but I, I want to watch shoot. every second of it. <laughs> yeah. And then it ended with like a horrible play that Russ like missed uh, Hamlin in the back or Hamler in the back of the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> and so then bad. Hamler like went. Hamler just lost his shit because like, I'm yeah. so open right now. Like, <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, yeah. Thank you uh, for covering that schedule there, Ryan. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see throughout the year if any of our predictions come true or if the games turn out to be uh, worse than we had anticipated. Um, I, I but- think the best regular season game of the year, just right right before we move on to it, is when the Bills come in to play the Bengals Sunday Night Football for the the Demar Hamlin rematch game, Ooh. November fifth, when the when they come to come to coming back into Cincinnati. Yeah, T- tickets are so already fucking expensive for that game. It's crazy. Yeah. I was upset we couldn't work in the uh, the Browns. No, Ravens are in town the weekend that I'm there. Yeah. But I could not, could not get a flight late enough to go to the game. So, so that reminded me of a uh, video I saw. So I, I, I'm, I apologize. I'm forgetting his name right now. I believe, I think it was Tyler Wells. It was a Los Angeles Angels pitcher that uh, passed away when he was like 27 yeah. or something like that. Yep. And then the Angels ended up throwing a no-hitter like the game after that he passed away. Um, something cool that I, I think a lot of people didn't didn't know. Um, but this is just obviously the Demar Hamlin thing reminded me of this. Something cool that people didn't know. At the top of the comment was that the the last time that it had been that a combined no hitter had been thrown in California was his birthday. Was the day that he was born. It was like absolutely nuts. That I was like, that's crazy. And it's really sad. He died in our hometown. Did he? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I did yes. not know that. Well, how did he? How did it he was, die? It was an overdose. Oh, I did not know that. That's awful. Don't don't forget too that the uh, the first play after the Demar Hamlin game it was a punt return. Yeah, kick return for ran, a touchdown. Ran the kick return back. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That's that's yeah. That's what reminded me of that. And yeah. It's just crazy, just crazy, crazy moments. You know, obviously, never want anything anything like that to happen in any sport ever. But I mean, obviously, those moments are so it's special. Also, it's also it's also not Tyler Wells. You're thinking of somebody else. Uh, what's his name? He, he was on the Angels. Yes, I know. Tyler. I know who you're talking about. I was like, it's not. Uh... It's either Tyler or it's either Wells. Tyler Skaggs. 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 Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tyler Skaggs. That's what I'm thinking of. Apologies yep. for getting their name incorrect. Moving on here, we are going to get into our last segment, ladies and gentlemen. We are finishing off the bracket tonight. We are doing best sports cities mm-hmm. bracket, and we did the entire second round last week, and I think we're going to have some fun discussions tonight, and we're going to get into it. Robbie and Ryan have uh, put forth their opinions, and it's time to put up or shut up uh, at the end of this bracket, so we're going to see. Gentlemen, who who do you think is the favorite going into tonight? I think Chicago and Boston's the both both a tough tough one to knock out. Either those, yeah. I want to say that they're playing each other, though, if I'm not mistaken on the matchups. That would be a wild man. Are we ready for the end of the bracket? Ready. Oh, absolutely. 
First matchup of the day, number one seeded New York City versus number eight seeded Miami. New York gets through on that. Miami, Miami, I think is a great sports town for some of these like cities that only have what three teams. But yeah, you're not, you're it's, not. It is simply New York. New York is moving on. Number five, uh, somehow I don't really know how they got here to be honest. Number five, the San Francisco Bay Area uh, to against number twenty Cleveland. Oh, fun matchup. That is. Uh, a reminder of previous matchups, San Francisco previously got past Minneapolis and Nashville. So not the that's, most that's, difficult that's path. Why. That's why they're here. <laughs> not the most difficult path. Man, Nashville put up about as much resistance as a wet paper towel in that, in that first round match. Indeed. Yeah, Nashville is not a, not a wow. sports town. But you know what? In my mind, neither is San Francisco. I, I, don't, I don't think I can move Cleveland past San Fran. I just oh. don't think I can. I have some arguments here. I, I guess, like, if I'm thinking of, like, we're talking about sports towns, right? Like, mm-hmm. I just, like, Cleveland is one that comes to mind. Like, they, that is what Cleveland has going for them. No matter, like, their teams haven't been good, but the sports is what they have going for them in Cleveland. I mean, you got some rabid Niners fans, and you got some rabid Warriors fans. But the Warriors fans are only rabid when they're good. Do you remember, like, the early 2000s Warriors? Yeah. But the Niners, and- fan, Niners fans are good fans. Agreed, but Niners, Niners fans remind me of like Cowboys fans. Like, how many of them are really in the Bay Area? Like, a Niners isn't one of those really national like brands. Like, yeah, in no terms one, of like, no one grows up in Arkansas. Is like, I want to be a fucking Browns fan. Like, no one does right. that. <laughs> right, but people are like Niners fans. Like, Niners fans are like probably right behind the Cowboys in terms of like nationwide yeah. fan base. They were they were good in the eighties and nineties. Correct. What's the what's the is it split here, gentlemen? And am I going to have they to make the decision? I, I'm going with Cleveland. I I think Cleveland's a great sports town. I I think they deserve better teams, and they I think they're getting there. Mm. But I, I'm going with Cleveland. Ryan, you're going with San Francisco. It is crazy that they have lost two team or going mm-hmm. to lose two teams in like less than ten years. Yep. That 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 does in That's fact speak speak some volume to being a sports town. Yeah. And people will argue that that's Oakland versus San Francisco, but we're considering the whole it's metropolitan the Bay area. Yeah. Right. What do we think? All right. All right. Uh, the, the, the fact that it's, they lost teams is, is mm-hmm. I, think I think that's big, the, nail the big push. Yep. All right. We're moving. Yeah, I, I can get Ryan there. Here we go. I can get behind you. And I mean, I can get behind that. Pause. Move, move, yo, moving Pause. Cleveland on. Uh, next matchup, number three, Chicago versus number 11, Detroit. A great uh, matchup. Another great I, matchup. I love Detroit. I think they've like really endured some tough times, um, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I don't think they can beat Chicago. I don't either. And they're they're a tough matchup. Yeah. I think I think Detroit Cleveland have been an awesome matchup. I think those are two really mm-hmm. similar towns in terms mm-hmm. of their misery and their love for their sports teams, despite all of that misery. Yeah, but I I agree. Chicago, they they love they love their Cubbies. They love their Bears. Yeah, they love their Bulls, Blackhawks. White Sox. I mean, th- those are all some really diehard fan bases you got there. I agree. All right, we're moving on. Chicago. Um, the last matchup of this round: number ten seeded Boston versus number thirty-one seeded Buffalo. It hurts. It hurts it so hurts. bad. An it absolute, cin- an absolute Cinderella run. And props to props to Buffalo. They really came out and showed out <laughs> um, in this bracket. They really they put up a great great fight to this point. Keep, keep in mind, they upset number two seeded Los Angeles in the first round. Good. So. Good. <laughs> L- LA fans are soft. Charm and yeah. soft at that. 
Yeah. yeah, we just talked about how the Rams and Chargers have no support in LA. I mean, that just confirms our uh, our theory there. But Buffalo's had a great run. I don't. I don't think I can move them past past Boston here. I, mean, I can't do it. Goodbye, goodbye, Bills all, Mafia. All the respect in the world, gentlemen. We have the final four, and we are going to our first matchup with the final four. Number one seeded New York City versus number twenty seeded Cleveland. We've got a great final four here. I think we've done a great job, you know, narrowing it down to some sports towns. Absolutely. What do we think here? Kind of. I'm still kind of sad that Cincinnati lost out so early, being a homer. No. It was. It was a. They had a tough matchup, from what I remember. They had Miami yeah. in the first round. Yeah. They lost to Miami, New York City, and Cleveland. What is the I'm What is the thought here. process? I'm torn because New York City is a big city, but they they love their sports. Yeah, it's a good one seed. Like New York City is a solid one seed. Regardless of you know how many teams there are and stuff, they love the Mets and the Mets fucking suck. They love the Yankees. The Yankees have been good forever. Mm. They um, love the Giants. The Knicks, dude. The Knicks haven't won anything, and like there's so many rabid diehard Knicks fans. As, as soon as the Knicks like show up, like even for a game, like remember like yeah. Insanity, yeah. like that Knicks team wasn't good, and then they were the biggest <laughs> thing in the country because they were in New yeah. York City. Everyone was at the Knicks. The Knicks might be like, the strongest New York yeah. team. I would agree in terms of fan base. Yeah. Dude, they haven't won anything. Because when the Yankees are bad, like the people bitch about the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. And the, I, I actually don't think the Mets have all that great of a fan base. Dude, they like, still show up occasionally. Yeah. Cleveland's good, man. But like New York is, is, is a deserving one seed. Yes. It's up to I you guys. I, gotta give it, I think I give it to New York. I too, many, too many people, too many different teams. The fact that they can still support all those teams. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think we have to give, say goodbye to our other Cinderella here. Cleveland, oh boy, another yeah. another just fantastic run, another yeah, great showing yeah. from a, from a smaller sports town. Gentlemen, this may end up being other than the final. This may end up being our matchup of the bracket. Not only in, matchup of the in week, my but... mind, in my mind, this is the championship game. I don't know about you, Ryan, but in my yeah. mind, this yeah. is this is it right here. For our folks listening at home, number three seeded Chicago versus number ten seeded Boston. This is, we know br- this is brutal. Too low. We know the too low of a seed for Boston, bro. That's disgusting. Well, no, because remember we did it. We did it objectively. Or well, yeah, I was just, no, I know. I'm just saying that's a wild. That's a wild uh, seed for them. But it's it's good though because that that means they weren't matched up with like a, a two or one seed earlier because like they were at a ten seed kind of thing. So, but this is a brutal matchup. This is pretty bad. Oof. I guess we we have to consider taking out Boston's recent success in sports. Okay. Right. Boston fans are really good because all of the Boston teams have been so good our entire lives. Yep. And so if, if they weren't good and we might not know this because Boston sports hasn't been bad. So we've been alive. Like are, do they show up when, when right. they're down, down in the dumps? Cause Chicago does for sure. Bears mm. fans have showed up. To yeah. some Really shitty teams. Think about like when the cups had their curse. Like hundred mm. years, they were Our still there. Hundred and whatever, Damn, they you, were still there. I was leaning Boston initially, but thinking about that, I started to lean Chicago because of that. Like I said, I don't, I don't know. But the Red Sox also had a very similar yeah. curse. Not a hundred years, but it was like eighty something. And same yeah. thing. I mean, they still still came out. Still Cause and, and you're and you're comparing the two most iconic baseball stadiums, Fenway and Wrigley. Agreed. Mm. Yep. I, I I think those are the two. The biggest I thing I, I think that hurts Chicago here is the White Sox. Don't don't sleep on the Southsiders, man. I'm sleeping on them a they little love, bit. They love their socks. I'm sleeping, sleeping on, on them a little bit. 
a little bit. We got to decide, gentlemen. Unfortunately, it's a uh, this isn't uh, the championship. I, the Bruins and Blackhawks are right. I mean, they're both Same. have had recent success. Both yep. are ravenous fans. I pa- Patriots Bears. Patriots have a lot of bandwagon fans. They do. They I do don't know how well supported the Patriots are outside of the Tom Brady dynasty. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Let me give Belichick some some. Of course, cool. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 but I think Boston. I think the Celtics fans are potentially better than the Bulls fans for sure. Well, and the Celtics have also had more success. So we're we're also we're also comparing two cities with two of the greatest dynasties in their respective yeah. sports. Yeah, exactly. about the Bulls yeah. versus the Patriots. Well, the, the Celtics have the and most the championships all time. They're tied with the Lakers. I'm talking about I'm talking about like short term like dynasties. Oh, here. Okay. Not all, not overall. <laughs> I was about to say the Celtics are like the best. But... I think in terms of like lack of success, the best fan base are the Cubs. Yes, they've had one World Series in over a hundred years. Agreed. I, I I think that that screams like, and they still have, they sell out like every game. Dude, are we going with Chicago here? So it sounds like we're leading towards. This is super hard. This is a tough. Whatever team we don't, whatever team we don't pick is second place. Yeah, I I agree. They beat they beat New York. I'm going Chicago. I think just based on what Ryan said, the Cubs. I think they're really close, but the best fan base is probably the Cubs. Ryan, Chicago or Boston? Yeah, I I think I got to go Chicago. Boston loses in the final four to number three to the Chicago in a brutal matchup. Uh, it was a, it was a double overtime buzzer beater matchup. Gosh, Titans. <laughs> uh, and then the finals of our best sports cities bracket. Number one seeded New York city versus number three seeded Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, are we, are we uh, putting Chicago through New York city here? Absolutely. I would, I would have to, would have to agree with that. We're talking about also the, number one and number three most populated cities in the United States as well. Big cities making mm. it to the end here, which I think makes sense. They have the most teams, most people to support. Our, uh, yeah. our best sports city factually by our bracket is Chicago, Illinois. Give it up. Give it up for, uh, for, for Chicago here. It's a, it's a great, great run in this tournament. Yeah, It sucks because I talk so much shit about Chicago sports <laughs> and I just made them the best sports town in my bracket. Yeah. That sucks. Some of the, just just to run back some of the, some of the things on this bracket that were that were interesting, uh, I just wanted to just go through some of the upsets. I'm at Cleveland upsetting Denver in the first round. Um, we had Pittsburgh upsetting Houston in the first round. We had um, absolutely Buffalo, 31 seeded Buffalo upsetting number two Los Angeles in that in that first yep. round as well. Buffalo also upsetted Atlanta in that next round. A great little two game stretch. Nah, for I don't I don't think that's a really an upset. Atlanta's not. <laughs> Uh, Cleveland uh, upset Dallas in the second round, a, tw- a twenty seed and four seed matchup. Um, and yeah, out- outside and Cleveland of that, Cleveland really did it to the to Texas, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cleveland did yeah. indeed. Then they, they then they ended up beating yeah San Francisco. So a very very fun bracket all around. Uh, obviously, you guys who are, are listening, please give us uh, stuff in the comments on what you would like to see next in terms of a bracket. Uh, we have, we come up with some of our own ideas, but if you guys have anything that you really want to see, uh, run it up. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, comment, do all that stuff. Uh, but I mean that's it for me, gentlemen. If you guys have anything else that you want to uh, want to say or address, I'm good. Right? Got anything else you need to add? Uh no. I think that was it. I think it was a great podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, check us out every week. We're being consistent with our posting. Spotify, YouTube. Interact with us on social media and uh, let us know your thoughts and comments. That's it. We'll, Sign us we'll, out, we, Bergstone. 
we'd like to respond to comments. If you comment something, we'll try to get back to you. Oh, I was I was going to bring up the uh, the LeBron YouTube short about LeBron being one to nine in the finals. Had some great comments on it. Such it was idiots. Awesome. I even put we, in, we I so, many, in... <laughs> so many cringe comments. Like it literally says this is satire. Like it literally says we're actively joking. But it was people are just showcasing that they don't know what the word satire means. Like that's just all that is. Yeah. People don't understand trolling, which is why trolling still exists. Like if people caught on to when people were trolling, it wouldn't exist, but people are too dense for that. So yeah. we will continue to troll you. That will keep <laughs> happening, but please, please respond to us on social media. Go check us out on every social media you can think of pretty much. Um, and for myself, Ryan and Connor, thanks for listening and please gamble responsibly. See ya.